Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the station bringing you every Broncos game. Touchdown, Denver! This is Broncos Country Tonight, presented by Betfred Sports. Never miss a bet with Betfred Sports on KOA. Welcome to it, Broncos Country Tonight. Benjamin Albright. Hey, there's there's some guy over there <laughs> with a beard. That's right. You don't you don't have a lot of bearded now, co-hosts. Is tell that- me if I'm saying this right. Is it Ryan? Or Ryan. It's Ryan. Yeah. Is that Ryan? It's I'm not hearing you. I'm not, not hearing Ryan. you in my I'm not hearing it in my It's not Ryan, it's Ryan. Yeah, the uh No, but Drotar has a beard. Drotar has a goatee. No, he has a beard now. No, he has, he has a full a beard. beard. Yeah, he has a full beard now. Yeah, he just stops at the ear. Well, yeah, it's different. He's you know, he's supporting Dan Quinn's candidacy with his baldness. You are I'm supporting Dan Quinn's candidacy with my backwards ball cap. Hashtag backwards ball cap brigade. Yeah, somebody in Denver has to support Dan Quinn's candidacy. Someone besides has to take up for the beleaguered <laughs> besides George Payton, option in this search. George Payton's giving you a high five through the radio right, right. now. He's like, thanks, Ben. Just give me finger guns. <laughs> Dual finger guns. Somebody, somebody out there supporting the guy that would keep me employed. <laughs> Sorry. We love you, George. Oh man. This coaching search, dude. Yeah, about it. This is uh, looking at the the meltdown that Denver fans continue to have about this coaching surf, which we knew wasn't going to be done at this point anyway. Now, I thought the earliest it would be done would be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not the case. And then we get all the drama this morning. Yeah. Jeff Duncan of non-info. Right. Jeff Duncan puts out that uh, Sean Payton uh, is expected to interview with the Broncos this week. Uh, somebody I talked to said he was flying out Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday afternoon, excuse me. I saw your tweet. Um, and then Arizona gets into the mix finally. Something that we had suspected was going to happen, but it just hadn't to this point. Uh, Howard Balls are down there doing some excellent reporting. Howard Balls are, by the way, is a great, uh, is, 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 I will tell you guys, is, is a very, very, very respected reporter. Very, uh, spent a long time in St. Louis market, is a very good, very, very well respected NFL reporter. Um, it gets into that with the, the news that Arizona's going to interview him and the Denver interview is going to be delayed because of it. And, yeah, I, at first when it came out that the Arizona thing was happening after the Denver interview, I was like, oh, here we go again. Drama Sean Payton can't, can't not be the center of attention for five seconds. Has to put an interview behind the Broncos, which if a coach does that, he's essentially saying, come get me or I'm going to go interview over here. Mm-hmm. Oldest trick in the book. Now that's been moved up and Arizona's going to interview before the Denver Broncos interview. There's a lot of people that just really, really want Sean Payton. I'm not anti-Sean Payton. He's not my preferred candidate. I'm not anti-Sean Payton. Can you call him a fraud? I said the resume of of Sean Payton. The legend of Sean Payton doesn't live up to the resume of Sean Payton. Oh, okay. He's Davy Crockett. The legend doesn't match the actual resume. I thought that was David. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm just... You're I'm on just, a roll. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, the, the, you got Davy Crockett syndrome. Uh-huh. Where there's this legend, he, the, the people are saying, like, he's the bright, shiny object. Is he? How? 
He had seven <sighs> seasons to which he scored less than Steve Sarkeesian led offense under Dan Quinn down there in Atlanta. He had three seven to nine seasons like in a row. Some impressive five seasons where he was under five hundred. Impressive with garbage Drew time. Brees. Impressive garbage time numbers, by the way, with that Steve Sarkeesian offense. But anyway, go ahead, keep going. It wasn't garbage time. Uh, go back saying. and look. Just saying. Bad fourth quarter. <laughs> I, you're just going to completely discount what he did with Teddy Bridgewater, getting to five and zero record. When he got he hit Teddy Bridgewater on a hot streak for five games, throwing shallow crossers. Pat Shermer won three in a I, row with Teddy Bridgewater. I'll say, I'll say it's great because Pat Shermer and Teddy Bridgewater combined to go three and zero running the same stuff. I'll say it's great because you keep putting out there that Sean Payton isn't malleable. I'm not saying he's not malleable. I didn't say he couldn't change his offense. I said the offense he was successful with is the opposite of what Russell Wilson is good at. The point being is he's going to work with what he has, and he can find a way to maximize Russell Wilson. It's just the way he maximized Jameis Winston, right? It's so many... Jameis Winston had his lowest... No, hold on. Jameis Winston had his... I quit. Jameis Winston had his lowest level of interceptions in his career. hard to throw interceptions when all you're throwing is slants and shallow crossers. It worked, didn't it? I, I, I... Jameis Winston can throw those. You got to crawl before you walk, Ben. It's crawl, walk, run. I, that's my, You're stealing my bit now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Did you know Toto, by the way, was in line for top... <laughs> How dare you besmirch the Toto <laughs> well, I was just trying Top to, Gun you know, soundtrack not, not story. Not everybody knows that story. It's... <laughs> I'm sure there's one new listener that does not know that story. So, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Toto was in line to do the Top Gun soundtrack? And then, yeah. Then the lawyers got involved with some legal issues and it ended up going to Kenny Loggins. Point being here, Ben. Yes, you are running the anti Sean Payton. I'm not though, and that's the thing. I've been boxed in. I see every one of these stupid subtweets on Twitter, and you, it's, get, it's, you get subtweeted a lot. I do, and it's not like and everybody thinks that I'm like frothing at the mouth at the idea of Dan Quinn. Some of which I ham up, and, and you know that's whatever. Do I? Is Dan Quinn You're wearing a backwards hat, Ben? I wanted Jim Harbaugh. Nobody seems to remember that. I wanted Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Dan Quinn was my second option in this. Mm -hmm. Raheem Morris is my third. That those are the three that I want, and I've 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 been very clear about that. Mm -hmm. That said, at this point, Jim Harbaugh, I can promise you, is out of it. That's not going to happen. Wait, you're not telling me there's still a chance? There's not a chance with Jim. I know know that. So yeah, I want Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn is the adult in the room. I can't find anybody. I I don't have people that worked for Dan Quinn randomly texting and emailing me out of the blue saying, you don't want that guy, he's a snake. Okay, so I got to ask you, what does it all mean this morning? With, when we get the reports, you as well, that he's coming here to, on Wednesday for a second interview, and then all of a sudden it's all backtracked, and then we find out about the Arizona Cardinals interview. What does it all mean to you? Well, the, obviously the Broncos didn't want the fact that they were getting the second interview out until after he'd interviewed with Carolina, because if he goes to Carolina and takes the Carolina job, then you look like an idiot. So it's, you know, it, it, it's a PR move. You say, and, and you can tell it's a PR move because within minutes of it coming out, all of a sudden you had five people all saying the exact same verbiage. Anytime you have exact same verbiage on people p- pushing back against something, it came from public relations. Mm-hmm. And so that that's that's the thing on this one. I'm like, I thought about tweeting it out. You know, hey, guys, mix up the verbiage a little on this so it doesn't look coordinated. But then I was just like, you know what? No, everybody can see it. So, yeah, that's the, basically when, the, when, when this was, they didn't realize that this was going to come out today because they thought, I guess they thought the Penner group thought they had a lid on Sean Payton was flying out Wednesday night mm-hmm. and, and not flying out uh, per a 12-year-old photo. That was funny, too. This weekend. You know how many times I had to tell people, like, that's a fake photo? Well, that was my favorite part I'm about like, it. I'm like, none of you know that that's... You know, like, Sean Payton doesn't even look like that anymore. But see, this is, like, heavy is the head that wears the crown kind of stuff, Ben. Like, 
you understand with great power comes great responsibility. I don't think that uh, they should have given me great power then because I'm wildly irresponsible. So every time there is anything that people feel like that you will give them a response for, like a 12-year-old photo of Sean Payton sleeping on a plane, he wasn't 12 years old. The, the photo's 12 years old. The photo's 12. Yeah, it wasn't. Tw- <laughs> Sean Payton was 12 years well, the old. Way, the way I framed that, I wanted to make sure there wasn't like a 12-year-old Sean Payton. No, Sean Payton, a photo of him on a plane from 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you were tagged it. I, and I, I saw everybody tagging you in this photo. And I, and I thought, you know, he's going to whine about this. But in the end, Ben knows what his role is. His role is to be out there telling every single person on Twitter mm-hmm. that that photo is 12 years old. It is not in any way representative of what's happening right now. I ran out of wet blankets in my closet <laughs> to throw on this. Sure I, 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 I have a stash on standby. <laughs> ran completely out of wet blankets. Well, and the weather was turning, so it's not like you drive to the store at that right. point, especially in your car. You're not I, driving to the store. How that. am I going to put? How am I going to get a, a stash of wet blankets in that car? Well, Costco, by the way, underrated. You could, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely underrated. You, you know, buckets and buckets. You can, get, you can get cologne by the gallon there. Who would want cologne by... Well, actually, I know a couple people that would want cologne by the gallon. As, got, I, as they, I stare at one. They've got vetiver. D- is it vetivert? Vetiver. <laughs> <laughs> there's... Okay, so... True story. We'll backtrack a little bit here. This weekend, I went uh, I went by the mall. I had to go get some keels, you know, shampoo and all that. And uh, there is... They, I, I stopped by as I was walking through. There's a cologne section. I was like, oh, I haven't seen some of these before. They've got some new stuff in here. I want to get my smell on, you know, see what, see what they've got. And uh, there was one that's just called Vetiver. And I thought about getting it just for you, just just getting it for you. I wouldn't have understood. I thought it would have been a knockoff brand. It was from uh, Vetiver. N- no, this is it, the, the it's just called which it, the main ingredient is Vetiver, but it's it smelled like it smelled kind of like citrus and a mowed lawn. That's that's the best way to describe like it. Pure gasoline. Like. No, 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 no. Like the, like grass, a little bit like grass, you know, fresh grass and citrus. You know what I'm talking like lemongrass? You ever smelled lemongrass? I have. Like kind of sort of like that. So I was, I was like, all right, I should get this. And then they were like, that'll be $90 for like this tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. bottle. It's not fun. And I'm like, I spend too much on cologne anyway, but I'm not spending $90 on a sample size. So, so very quickly, I know we got to get back to the coaching stuff, but very quickly, I'm I was driving this one. We can get off tangent all we want. That's a good point. This is this is your show. I, I was going to get you wool socks for your birthday, like really nice ones. Mm-hmm. Like I had found some, but I, I ran out of time on it. But I was gonna get you wool socks for your birthday, and and then I I saw the price like it was it was kind of like expensive wool socks. I'm like, yeah. is this fun for me, or do I buy them like the cheapest possible the wool socks, grossest wool but socks? I was like, no, because I want to convert you back into because I think that you you are giving wool socks not enough credit for how great they can be because your experience in the military. So I think that mm. you need to allow love back into your heart for wool socks. I don't. My heart's too broken. I, I don't. So I, I gotta mean, find. I gotta find the right wool socks. Ryan, I'm. I'm never gonna dance again. <laughs> guilty feet. These guilty feet. They've. <laughs> they've just got no rhythm. It's a really good song, by the way. I mean, it's under underrated. Really. I just need that saxophone in the background yeah. right now while I'm doing this. <laughs> anyway, the Broncos coaching said no. Sean Payton's not 12 years old. The photo is 12 years old, and he's sitting there half drunk. Passed out with the Lombardi trophy between his legs. That's my coach. Like, you can't, you can't, t- like, how would you not know that this photo is over a decade old? That's my coach. How would you not know that this photo came from the season that Josh McDaniels was in his first season coaching the Denver Broncos? Or 
the last time Sean Payton made a Super Bowl. Well, the thing that I, I found interesting about it is all of Same a sudden year. I wanted to get whatever workout or or beautifying regimen he has, right? Whatever whatever serum he's using around the eyes because he looks so much younger in that photo. He looks so much younger. He had more hair. I was like, man, whatever he's doing at Fox Sports, it's working. He, he looks about 15 years younger in this photo. Yeah. But then you go look at a photo of him wearing that cornflower blue tie from which, this week, and you're like, which also Sean by the Payton way. put on about uh, put on about 35 pounds. <laughs> his bags under his eyes are packed. You know, he's got such big bags under his eyes that you think he packed for a trip to you know to Cuba. But I'm glad you brought up a really good point about how it went this morning and and why there was a little bit of a backtrack that happened in the moment. There was like, okay, well, Sean Payton's coming in. Looks like the coronation. Of Sean Payton because you're not bringing in Sean Payton and then Raheem Morris and no offense to Jerry Rosberg but you, you understand my point like Jerry not, Rosberg's not getting this job that report but Jeremy Fowler was just acknowledging something David Shaw right I mean so you're not bringing in Sean Payton with all of the, the bright lights and glamour you're not you're not bringing him in and then everybody else and then saying yeah these are you know three finalists here we have Sean Payton who we have to trade draft capital for and pay him twenty plus million mm -hmm. and then these other coaches who are going to probably be around seven or eight million per it, it's just not it's not the same level playing field so I I wonder and you and I had this conversation on Broncos TV I wonder a little bit now how the Broncos are going to handle second round of interviews do you bring them all back. Uh, do you bring back your top three, top five? And, and and again, who's on the same playing field with Sean Payton? I mean, even if you bring in Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, and let's just say Jim Caldwell for argument's sake, mm -hmm. there's a pretty clear difference there. But on is there? What, I mean, yes, there is, because what Sean Payton represents, the amount of money you're going to pay him, you're not going to pay those other guys. You're also giving away, you're, you're going to have to trade away draft capital, which you don't have to do with the other but guys. Is that play, it's a different conversation. Is it though? But because uh, to me, that makes the conversation a lot easier. What's the win differential at that point? I'm trading away at minimum, by the way, a first and two thirds. It, I, I'm going to tell you guys now, the, the reason that the compensation you keep hearing keeps shifting is because the point value on the, on the draft value chart for this trade needs to be between 12 and 16. That, that's the ballpark of what the New Orleans is going to want here. It's a little bit more if you're Carolina, a little bit less if you're Denver, but it's between 12 and 16, right? And as the Niners pick gets worse because they keep winning, the Broncos are going to keep having to add more to this pile if that's what they want to do. So right now it's a first and two thirds. And oh, by the way, you can't just substitute a third from next year. Teams don't value draft picks in future years the same way. This is you true. You lose a round. This is true. So basically, it would be a first, if you want to do that, now you're talking about a first and a third this year and a second next year as well. And it, it, I mean, that's just, why would you do that? Why would you hamstring yourself? You're a team that needs draft picks. You've got a guy, and you've got a general manager that drafts incredibly well. Oh, two-thirds is nothing. Two-thirds is Quinn Minerts and Greg Dulcich. Two-thirds is Quinn Minerts and Baron Browning. By the way, I loved all the people arguing with you today about John Elway's picks in the third round. Yeah, no, I'm like, it wasn't even the guy, the guy making the picks. Yeah. Like, what are you doing right now? Why, I, it's just fine if you don't like Dan Quinn. You don't have to. It's fine. Uh, Sean, the, but the legend of Sean Payton does not match the resume of Sean Payton. It's like Doug Flutie. Everybody remembers Doug Flutie as this awesome superstar, right? Don't you dare besmirch Doug Flutie in front of me right now, especially a, a couple of days after the Bills just lost. Come on, Ben. Don't you do this. Go back and look at Doug Flutie. You do not have that much hate in your heart to do Go something like that. Go back and look at Doug Flutie's resume. Doug Flutie was a gamer. That's what Doug Flutie was.
Go back and look. He at those put his body on the line. He was a gamer, Ben. Don't you dare. In Doug Flutie's best season, he had 2,700 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, and 11 picks on 57% passing. His best season. Yeah, well, but, he, you know, he wasn't as tall. and It was different back then. Yeah. His best yardage season. He did get 3,400 yards and 16 starts for the, uh, for the Chargers in 01. And he threw 15 touchdowns to 18 interceptions. <laughs> People don't remember Doug Flute. Like it's like they they like they, they literally just do not remember that Doug Flute was actually why are you piling was on, actually hashtag not good. Why are you piling on the Bills today? I'm not trying to pile on the Bills, Doug. This is, I'm talking about Chargers legend Doug Flutie. That's true. He was of the Chargers. Who Drew Brees got benched for? That's right. Until Brian Schottenheimer got a hold of him and had him give a Pro Bowl year. That was his quarterback's coach that year. He turned it all around wow, that year. It was Brian, wasn't it? It was. Brian oh shot under Pete Carmichael were the two offensive assistants tasked with turning Drew Brees around, and they did. Pete Carmichael went, went to New Orleans and told Sean Payton, bring him in. And Brian Schottenheimer has languished about the league. He also, by the way, Brian Schottenheimer is the OC, gave Russell Wilson his best year, which this. is why I continue to say, bring in Dan Quinn and Brian Schottenheimer. On the text line, Ryan, just say you don't care about the character of your head coach. I do care about the character of my head coach. Like all of these candidates. I just look at Sean Payton's history. The Did you look at Josh McDaniels' history? Did you like Josh McDaniels too? Josh I mean, McDaniels has never off, been a head he's a, coach. He's a young offense. Yes, he has. No, no he, oh, he hadn't point. been when the Broncos gotcha. acquired him. Okay. I okay. talked myself into Josh McDaniels. I was, I was into that. And, and I could see why the Broncos, I think that the biggest mistake they made with Josh McDaniels was giving him all the power, giving him the power to be a GM as well. But the thing is, you're going to have to do that with Sean Payton. That, honestly, the one hang-up I have with Sean Payton isn't really about him as a head coach. It's about, it? it's about giving him all that power because what if it doesn't work? That's the other part of this. You're getting rid of At that point, George Payton is on a ticking clock at that point. If you bring Sean Payton in, and I know that there's a whole other station in here that has this weird campaign against George Payton who is actually good at his job, and they think that he's terrible for some reason. They've just decided to pretend arbitrarily that he's terrible. George Payton is good at his job. He's so good at his job that his peers gave him an award for it. This isn't like the sporting news giving you an award. These are other general managers and scouts around the league being like, that's the dude, right? He made a trade for Russell Wilson that didn't pan out in the end, but everybody would have made it. Why, why do people hate George Payton? Why do they hate success? <laughs> we got Walmart owners. They should know the citrus drop is better than Mountain Dew. You can't trust the label. Ryan thinks Texaco gas is better than Phillips 66. It's the same gasoline. I don't agree. You're going to have to show me it's a side my by show side. now. You have to agree. Sparkos Country Night, KOA, 850 AM, 941 FM. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog. Insomnia. Moodiness. Achy joints. Weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back to it, Broncos country tonight. Benjamin Albright. What did you say your name was again? Edward? Edward Ryans? I don't know, but the text line... Uh, text line loves it. Yeah, something. The boys are back. I like this one. On the KOA Central text line 56690, Ryan wants whichever coach, coach hates Top Gun, Apple Pie, and America the most. Oh, and they must love wine coolers. Well, that, that to me, screams Sean Payton. <laughs> Sean Payton is a visor wearer. I, I I am not. We all know we all know that America is ball caps. There's nothing wrong with a good visor. When's the last time you wore a visor? Mm. Serious question, Coover. When is the last time you wore a visor? Uh, like never. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I, I might have tried one in high school and realized that wasn't for me. Uh huh. My my cousin's a big visor guy. Of course he is. Well, his name Chaz. Do <laughs> you wear a puka shell necklace? His name's Jason. Actually, yeah, so it's it does, like, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Does he have uh, on the Benjamin Button system? Well, and for those who don't know who are listening, if you're a colored shirt that was buttons and you're buttoned all the way to the top, uh, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you probably do accounting for a living. You unbutton one button, you're trying to be comfortable. You unbutton two buttons, you're living dangerously. You unbutton three buttons or more, you do magic for a living. So to the texture, the uh, hates Top Gun, Apple Pie, and America the most. Listen, I, I'm not going to be picky. As Meatloaf once said, two out of three ain't bad. As long as we get... Look, I, with regards to Sean Payton, Meatloaf <laughs> also said, i do anything for love, but I won't do that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Trading away those draft picks. Oh, man, you guys are on fire. Good stuff. I want to know if Ryan would fight the cat, the wolf, or eat a whole carrot mm. cake. Ryan, oh, wow. would eat, Ryan would eat the carrot cake. He likes carrot cake. Love carrot cake. Yeah, it'd be me that would it's do the that. greatest. No, it's not. Carrot cake's for losers. No, uh, that's not what Alfred Williams said. He said it's for winners. I didn't hear that. The, from the 303, Ben is like a modern-day Spider-Man. Except he works on Twitter, except for the local newspaper, which would be the Daily Bugle in that case, and shoots fire instead of web. I vote Peyton over Peyton. Meaning okay. George over Sean. Yeah, I, I assume that, yeah. It could get real confusing around here if they do hire him. Because when you right. say Peyton, for a minute there, when you say Peyton, are you referring to Manning, George, or Sean? And, and it was already rough, right? Every yeah. time we said George Peyton, people were like, and they misspell it. Yeah, everybody murders the spellings on all these. It's hard enough. And, and it's all different spelling, so you have to be very, very specific on what you're, you're meaning. No, I'm, listen, I, I, I like Sean Payton. I like him more than you do. I see more of the positives, but I understand where you're coming from, and especially as you wear a backwards hat today to support Dan Quinn. I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that he wouldn't have to give draft picks makes a lot of sense. And I, I think Dan Quinn, I mean, you saw the coaching he jo job he did yesterday. Mm-hmm against the 49ers, this is a team that was scoring north of 30 points with Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. 
they were trucking everybody. Yeah. And Dan Quinn put together a brilliant game plan. They didn't lose that game because of Dan Quinn. No, they didn't. And if it had been for Dak throwing two picks and a kicker shanking kicks, it might have been uh, it, it might have been a Dallas blowout, to be honest with you. I mean, you still were wrong. We Thankfully, we were not robbed of that last play. You, you know, we, we've gotten to this point in the show, and we haven't even brought up the fact that I went 3-1 and one and you went 1-3 and three in your picks. I went 2-2. Two and two. You did not. I did. No, you did not. I picked, you know why? Why? Because you said that Kansas City would blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars. I said they'd get a backdoor cover. No. And they did get a backdoor cover. You, you, We were on the show I last said the, Thursday. I know. I the tape. We last go back Thursday. To the tape. I said the only way Philadelphia covers this is if they get a backdoor yeah, cover. Tim with Jacksonville. What, back, back, sorry, Jacksonville covers this. So they get a backdoor cover. I said Philly would blow out the Giants. You, didn't you say the Giants would win? No, no, no. I said that Philly would win, but Giants would oh, cover. Okay. Yeah, that and I was happen. wrong about None that. None of that happened. But that was That's the it, only miss I had. Okay. Uh, and then I did miss on the line. Those are the first two misses of the playoffs I had. I loved your tweet, by the way, yesterday morning. You're like, yeah, I've been perfect so far. And I was like, you have not. I have. But then, but then somebody responded in your mention saying, yeah, but I think you're going to miss on both of these games today. And That's why I asked. I was like, I might. I think it's fair. And I did. I missed on both of them. We're going to spend some time in like an hour sort of going through the highlights. I, wanted, I, wanted, I love doing that. You're just preparing me for that? Well, I mean, I'm not driving the show today, but... I mean, we're scrubbing the highlight segment, and we're going to take audio of only times Ryan was wrong, and we're going to break those down. For we're just been the whole segment. It's my show now. Should have let me drive. <laughs> from the uh, <laughs> from the nine seven zero, did the motherland let Ryan back in the studio? Glad to hear that voice. Yes, much like the movie Red Heat, in which uh, Russia exchanged Arnold Schwarzenegger and paired him up with Jim Belushi. <laughs> Excuse me, it was John Belushi. It was John Belushi. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Does that, make me, does that makes me Belushi in this one? That definitely makes, that makes you, you Arnold. I mean, clearly. If we're doing Red Heat, that makes you if Arnold. I ha- if I have to be, if I have to represent the Hammer no, Sickle. No, it's Jim Belushi. It was Jim. No, it was John. No, it's Jim. It's Jim Belushi. John Belushi was SNL. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Belushi. No, it was Jim. Okay. Yeah. It's Red Heat. I was like, I, I keep confusing, confusing my Belushis. Was it confusing? Confusing, yeah. Um, that's what happens. I was trying to pull a Red Heat reference, and now it's all, it's, it's just... Gone to whatever. From the 252, I used to rock a visor upside down. Oh, laughing nice. emojis. And when I couldn't wear it, I attached it to my belt loop around my neck. Yeah. What uh, what year in the 90s was that, 252? Because we we all know. Frosted tips or no frosted tips while you're at it? You got to go frosted tips. Back then, that's what everybody did. Even you. Uh, no. I tried. Okay, so when I was in college. See, I already know we, this story. We got a little... Go ahead. Got a, lot, got a lot of alcohol in me at one point. And uh, I let I was going to let my buddy go ahead and do the bleached hair, frosted tips, you know, thing or whatever. He didn't leave the bleach in long enough and uh, didn't spread it out or whatever. So I wound up with like this orange kind of patch in the middle of my head, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I got dark hair, you know? So it was just like, yeah, dark hair and, and an orange patch in the middle. Yeah, you, uh, unconfirmed reports, you were the inspiration for 30 Seconds to Mars for the entire band. Uh, it, more like the inspiration for Rufio in Hook. I get that reference. <laughs> it was not good. Not good. For the 702 trading for Sean Payton would send the Broncos on the path of the Bears, Colts, and Texans due to lack of talent that would develop. Sean Payton is a decent coach, but not good enough to overcome that. Oh, stop this. Why does Ryan want to report on a bottom of the league team? This is fear mongering. For it's years not to come. Ryan, really why do you true. hate success? It's really not true. Like, like whatever, whatever picture you're trying to paint there, Texture, that is just absolutely not true. The only scenario. Where, where what you're trying to promote here makes any sense whatsoever 
is if you trade next year's first. I cannot get behind. I'm, I'm telling What's you, the difference in next year's first and this year's as, first? As Meatloaf would say, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I will not trade next my... Next year's first takes you out of the market in terms of being, a, you know, a, the, for the quarterback. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm telling you. So you're drawing, that's the line of that's demarcation? That's the line. I, I, am, I am out on Sean Payton if it's next year's first. Up until then, I'm good. Whatever. It's a weird line of demarcation. It's an important one because you might need it for a quarterback. You well, just I think said it. I think so, but I think you need this year's picks too. You've got other problems. You need a whole offensive line. You can't solve any of that free agency? Are I we mean, just ignoring free agency? But you don't really have a whole ton of money, especially if you pay Draymond. I'm good. I'm good. We, we'll, we'll figure it out. You have a couple of spots cool. you got to figure that's, out. That's always a great plan. But, but in the end, but in I, the end, I've this always is the thing. found that people who use that as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, as a saying, mm. Generally, a rooted in genius. Keep, keep rolling. Yeah. You know? Just, per, well, you know what? We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. That's, that's the classic middle, all right? And there's a reason I'm using that. That's not my mistake. But this is the deal, man. You, you got a couple of offensive line position. I think you're probably just going to bring in a, a handful of running backs. You'll figure that out. Defensive side of the ball, maybe, maybe you add a, a pass rusher. Maybe you add a... I feel like you just bring back your inside linebackers at this point. I mean, where, where, where are the major holes that you can't patch with a couple of free agents? You'll be good. You've got to figure out the defensive line, and you've got to figure out the offensive what line. Just got, about everything else, you're going to be fine. You what matters is Russell Wilson. What matters is figuring out how to get that dude playing like he was. That That's really all that matters. And if you can get By Russell protecting Wilson. protecting him. No, we saw had, that in the last two games. We saw it. Benjamin, don't lie to the audience. I'm not lying he, to the audience. No, no, you, you are. Don't lie to me. You are misleading can the we audience. Can some Johnny Lang and some bump back? Because somebody's over here lying to me. You are misleading our audience, and I will not stand for it. Or sit, like that's, I'm sitting right yeah, now. You're, you're, yeah, you're definitely not standing. The, the fact is, Russell Wilson had subpar offensive lines for years, and he still made nine Pro Bowls. How does that happen? Because he got old. He's gotten a little bit older, and he doesn't move quite the same, and he needs the protection. You can't have deep-developing concepts without either a run game or an offensive line. They to don't have deep-developing the concepts. They had, they, had an off they had a run game that would protect him before. Look, I, the, your argument, Ryan, is, is much like your dinner. It's missing the meat. Well, it's, it's fake meat in there. That's, That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. missing the meat. <laughs> I am not panicking about the offensive line, Benjamin. You are. I understand some people out there are. I sort of feel like you're going to be in, you're going to be just fine. Make a couple of, of key moves, roster moves with the offensive line, and you're going to be just fine. And, and and ultimately, ultimately, what comes down to is you need to just be very meticulous in your approach. You can still trade for Sean Payton, and you'll be just fine. I just disagree. I just I just vehemently well, disagree. Of course you do. Course you do. The text line disagrees from the six two zero. Ryan is using hope as a tactic. What happened to he's the hoping, He's hoping they figure out the O-line and stuff. You've, you've Using brainwashed. Using hope as a tactic is not a good thing. You've brainwashed these textures. This is what happened, man. You, you leave for a little while. You go down. It's, it's darker. It's seedier over there in afternoon drive. Mm -hmm. And you get, you, know, you get hooked on this hopium. Is that what happened? And then you come back here. And, I, you know, we got to send you to rehab. It's, it's just funny because. You've been, out there, you've been out there getting hooked on the hopium and the copium. For, from for, from three to six, I have an entire page of people telling me how wrong I am, and then I get here to the show that I, I helped grow, mm -hmm. and now I've got an entire page of people telling me I'm wrong. So I it's important to be consistent. <laughs> Apparently, no. I mean, this is I, the eight five eight. Keep the picks. Yeah, well, of course, that's your that's your number. I'm just uh, it's not my number. That's not my area code at all. Um, I I look. It's it's just that I've, I feel like giving up assets for a coach that I'm not sure brings more to the table. 
at the end of the day, like I, I feel like that the legend of Sean Payton okay. outpaces the production of Sean Payton. So let's split this up. Let's split this up because mm -hmm. you, you have your opinion. Let's take Dan Quinn out of it. I'd rather have Raheem Morris. You have your opinion about this. In the end, what will the Penner Walton group decide? What What's important to them? Well, you, I mean, are you asking me to tell you what I know? Sure. Uh, I know that Greg Penner really likes Sean Payton. It's been the apple of his eye for a minute. That's been his thing. He likes him. Thinks there's excellent branding opportunities. Mm -hmm. I I it, are they going to get it done? I I don't know. I'll say this: everybody I talk to behind the scenes, there's been a groundswell of thinking that he's going back to Fox. But could that be just another part of the leverage? It could be. But I'm tired of the drama. That's fair. There's no drama with Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn wants the Denver Broncos job. He wanted the Broncos job last cycle. He pulled his name from consideration of everything else, but he wasn't got it and went and became the highest defense paid defensive coordinator in the league. And he actually, in reality, is, is, every a penny of it. is a stronger candidate now than he even was last year. Because I, now you saw back-to-back -back years being able to, to put up those kind of defensive numbers that they yeah, are. It wasn't a flash in the pan. He it turned wasn't. around the league's worst defense yep. and made them one of the best. So for me, he's a stronger candidate now than he was even then. I, I think that I think Dan brings a lot to the table. I think he's got his rookie coaching mistakes out of the way. Now, that's not a knock on Sean Payton because he's got his rookie coaching mistakes out of the way. And his rookie coaching mistakes were hiring guys that were his buddies a lot. And then once he blew them out, they started getting a little bit better, specifically on defense. But I, I, I just, like, I don't, I can't give somebody the offensive genius title if they did it with a top 10 all-time quarterback. It's, oh, like the, uh, and we talk about this all the time. Mm. What's the difference between Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton? Well, they both underperformed with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. The only thing I'll add to that point that you just made is he has a top 10 quarterback that we, we don't really know what Drew Brees ultimately long-term would have been with anybody else, right? We, we saw what he was with Cam Cameron, Marty Schottenheimer, and Brian Schottenheimer. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback. We, yeah, but, but the, again... On you, a per-throw basis, the numbers were the same. You can make an argument that that the system that Sean Payton put in place with the coaching staff, it's kind of like Kyle Shanahan, right? Kyle Shanahan is the consistent, but they don't miss a beat when their staff is poached, right? We see... Up until this point, the Rams were kind of in that same category, right? I mean, we see these teams where they, they built a staff, they built a culture that you, you take one out, one part out of it, and it's okay. They, they know what they're supposed to do. They know what's, what's the, the plan. And so that, that is true that Sean Payton was, was gone that season, but at the same time, I want to give him some credit for what he built in its place to make sure that they could stay on the, 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 the rails there. So I think that you gotta have to have both conversations. But, I, but again, I, I'm I'm with you on the the what he adds as far as how many more wins versus some of the other coaching candidates. I think that's an interesting point, an interesting question, especially with what you're going to be giving up. It's just the amount of time that he's been doing it. That's the part that's intriguing to me. Is I'm thinking, okay, second stop. What can he do if he's going to be even better than what he did? And, and one last point here, just on the top ten quarterback of all time. We, we don't know what Drew Brees would have been without Sean Payton. It's, just, it's, it's kind of a chicken or egg thing. But we've we, seen it. We, well, we saw one time. We saw one year. Two. I'm saying like... We saw two years. Okay, but, but you saw with Tom Brady, right? We wondered a, for the longest time. And then we saw Tom him Brady, two years. And he, and he was great. I mean, he won a championship right off the bat. We saw two years of Tom Brady with somebody else. It's the quarterback.
Right. So then you're saying, okay, is, well, I mean, you, you assume that, but we don't know if Drew Brees would have put up the same kinds of numbers if not for really brilliant well, coaching. If we're being too. honest, he didn't put up the same kinds of numbers. When he was with the Chargers, he had a 6.8 touchdown percentage. He topped that twice in his entire run in New Orleans. He had a 1.8 interception percentage. He got below that, uh, what, three times his final three seasons? Mm hmm. You go back and look at his passer rating of 104.8. He topped that, what, twice, three times in New Orleans? They didn't do QBR back then. No, we could go back and look at that, but we could look at, like, for instance, adjusted net yards per attempt, which is something, a statistic that I've always talked about. He didn't top that, but one, two times in New Orleans. On a per throw, here's the difference. When, when Drew Brees was in San Diego with Brian Schottenheimer, Marty Schottenheimer, and Cam Cameron, he had 400 attempts for the season. With Sean Payton, he had 652, 635, 514, 658, 670, 659. Sean Payton just let him throw the ball 250 more times a season. I mean, it's what their offense was built around. But that's what I'm getting at. The raw numbers look better. You start talking about yardage totals and, and, and touchdown totals and sure. all that. They, the raw numbers look better on a per-throw basis, so on a me, percentage basis. He was the same guy. So let me ask you, what is it, what's going to happen this week with the second interviews? Uh, if Sean Payton wants the job, I think it's his. Okay. I'm, I mean, just being honest, if he wants the job, I think that it's his. And I, you know, I can't, I, I think that's a mistake, but there are a lot of people that will celebrate that and more power to you. I thought hiring Nathaniel Hackett was a mistake. A lot of people celebrated. I didn't sit there. I'm not spiking the ball in their face or anything like that. I mean, off the air, you'd constantly tell me how wrong I was, but whatever. I mean, I told you how wrong they were. I told you it was going to be a disaster. I told you, look at this staff. It had no experience. Uh, yeah, but I, I joined in your concern. Like, even though I was, I was definitely one of the people that wanted Nathaniel Hackett, I'll own that. When they brought in the staff, especially in the offensive you side of the ball. You also wanted Kevin O'Connell, and so to your credit. Yeah, those, I did. You know. I did. But I'm, I'm saying, like, as we sat here discussing those coaches, some of it is contingent on the staff. And, and we don't know. I mean, I think we have a good idea with, with Dan Quinn and Sean Payton what their staffs are, but we don't know what the, the staff would be for a D'Amico Ryans. That's the one we don't know, and that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is not knowing what that staff is. Yeah, and, and of course, that's a question you ask when you're in those interviews. And, the, and that's going to be, like, that's, that's the thing that he and specifically Gerald Everell were, were behind the eight ball on is uh, when you're coming in to interview, you, you already have to sell me on your staff because you don't have any experience. Do you think there's value... And, and I don't even know the answer to this question, but do you think there's value to trying to get this thing sol solved soon so you can get the staff or you have first crack at it? Because we have four well, other coaching co it, coach openings that have not been filled yet. And I think Peyton is the domino. Once, the, once that falls, I think this other stuff will fall in place. I do think Carolina is going to end up winding up with Shane Steichen. I do think that Indianapolis is going to wind up with some, some variation of either Jeff Saturday or Raheem Morris. That's hysterical. Hysterical to me. I do think that the Houston Texans are going to wind up with some variation of Jonathan Gannon or D'Amico Ryans. And the problem now is that Ryans can't interview again until basically after the Super Bowl. Right. So, you know, th that's, that's those openings right there. Arizona, that's the one that's kind of interesting. Austin Ford has, has the Parcells and, and, and Patriots ties. Gannon will get an interview there. Flores is considered the leader in the clubhouse. But I think that's, that's the one with proximity enough, I think, for Sean Payton and climate that, that might end up being, you know, kind of what it is that he wants. Wait, we'll so see. Ryan's can't, even if they lose this weekend, like Ryan's is... I don't think, I have to go back and look at the rules. I think once you make it to the championship, then it's, you, you just, it's cut off until after the Super Bowl or, or you lose, whatever that is. Yeah, as if you lose, it would make sense yeah, that if you, you lose, could jump you on. Yeah, you do it, but I, I mean, if, if you, you win, win, yeah. And that's, I think that's part of the reason that people have been so reticent to interview Lou Anarumo, a coach who definitely should have gotten more run.
for the fantastic job he's done with Cincinnati. I like this on the text line. Ryan seems to be arguing Peyton just not to lose the argument versus really based on facts. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm arguing from the point of view of a here's lot of people. A, here's a great question from the 719. Is Sean Payton John Gruden 2.0? It's not a great question. It is. Why you have, you you a, have a perceived brand that is not in line John with Gruden reality. John Gruden won a championship Sh- when he was traded. John Gruden won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's players. So what? He still now, got to hold the ring. to John Gruden, he built the Raiders team he beat. Yeah. So to be fair. And Sean Payton did build up the Saints team and, and turn them from a moribund franchise into whatever. But that's a good question. Is he a guy whose perceived brand is better than he really is? Got Calvin Watkins from down there in Dallas. Going to talk about Dan Quinn next. You'll listen to Broncos Country tonight. KOA, 850 AM, 94.1 FM. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.